0: Okay, 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 nice. Make sure I'm recording.
1: Okay, uh, I'm liking this glimpse into how you do your your tests on your uh, microphone quality.
0: Uh, I was singing a song. Mm-hmm. Quite racist of you.
1: Interesting, uh, Jared, you're playing the taxi driver and everyone says I love you, that is a deep cut for something that I just
2: watched yesterday. I get to drive out of this film and away from it forever after uh, I uh, drop the people off. Boo. I'm surprised you
0: found a picture that includes the entire frame, considering that I watched about a, a third of this movie in like a small corner box.
2: <laughs>
1: Here he goes, complaining for free, let's see, <laughs> off a... Uh, I will admit, I did think, uh, did uh, Woody Allen just troll us? Because of all copies, for it to be slightly off-center, Hyrule's Ride... uh, uh, I'm assuming the actual copy, uh, not fell off the back of a truck, was just slightly off-center, but uh, when your copy is... Uh, more than slightly <laughs> off center. You're seeing no one on the screen as they're having you know, conversations.
2: You just have to kind of assume what they're emoting and. Uh, <laughs> Here's <explaining>. a question, <laughs> though.
1: Jared, did you care? No, did you care fuck, at all?
2: No, I didn't care. God <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I'm I, I not going to complain. Madeline was, was an
3: archaeologist. Madeline was an infomaniac. Yeah, Okay, she uh, had a little problem with fidelity. As you can see, we're not your typical family. This is the story of a year in our lives that we'll always remember. That's my mom. She's hard at work being soft on crime. What we need are open prisons, European menus, decorating their own cells. My stepdad really didn't take it too well.
4: Wait a minute, excuse me. Stephanie, bring down a
5: copy of my will and an eraser, okay?
3: That's my real dad. His love life definitely needs some help. You know, I'm going to kill myself. That's what I should. I should. I should. I should go to Paris
6: and jump off the Eiffel Tower. I'll be dead. You know, in fact, if I get the Concorde, I could be dead three hours earlier, which would be perfect.
3: She's perfect for you. She jogs every morning. You yeah. could go and bump into her and meet her. I swear, my family will do anything for love. Oh, sorry. Sorry.
4: Miramax Films presents the hilarious new comedy that's on everyone's top ten list. American Movie Classics calls it an amazing, fun-filled ten. Deliriously original and very funny raves Time magazine.
3: The pasta has no sauce. It's Bavarian pasta. It doesn't need any sauce.
4: Alan Alda, Woody Allen, Drew Barrymore, Goldie Hawn, Natalie Portman, Julia Roberts, and Tim Roth starring in Everyone Says I Love You.
3: Don't forget to blow on her back between her shoulder blades. It makes her crazy.
2: I was uh, content to not have it distract me as I was looking at my phone and another fucking song about the wasps of New York go on mm. about their eternal plague mm. and struggle. Oh what will we think about the upper middle class white people oh, who will tell their story. <laughs> 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 Fuck
0: out of here. Jared, I know you love horses, right?
2: Oh we're just You're a big going fan. for a heart attack this episode, huh? Yeah, I love horses.
0: And I know and, and, and as such you love Julia Roberts. Is Julia like Roberts of, of the Young? caliber of woman <laughs> that can... I know uh, where it's going with this. For,
1: yeah.
2: Woody, for Woody Allen, yeah, pretty much. I mean, so, so you're, you're saying e- they're equal, huh? Equal. I think she's way better looking than he is of a man, that's for sure. And I don't even like Julia Roberts.
0: What about when Julia Roberts is ranting and raving about how awesome he is at sex? God God damn.
2: We all write a... ourselves <laughs> as the hero of the story.
1: That is the uh, the the chef moment as Hiro. Uh, That's loves beyond me. the
0: chef moment. Like it, it's one thing to pair yourself with Julia Roberts. It's the other. It's another to have her say everything you're doing made me fucking come and scream and whatever the hell it was she was saying. I, I was like, you know, is this script written by and for Jared? Maybe like, what is this? <laughs>
2: Now I don't uh, I don't judge him for writing it that way. I would do the same uh, for myself. You applaud?
1: You applaud him, huh?
2: <laughs> Why your cocksmanship is a ten out of ten, Jared. <laughs> right, thank Jared,
0: you. after I dealt with the pain of your girth,
1: I really enjoyed this. Thing. Oh, I'm so
2: sorry, Jared. I know. Baby. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, editor Mike, cue one of the songs to play during Jared's <laughs> little <laughs> monologue. There. I did inform you all that this was a musical, correct? Last uh, we spoke, when we recorded last week. I didn't
2: tell you this was a gun. Bang!
1: Because <laughs> 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 um, uh, in my research, Jared, mm-hmm. uh the actor signed on without knowing that they were getting ready to participate in a musical, which is a <laughs> uh, really curious shows... decision.
2: That shows you the process of uh, being a star in Hollywood, just... You know, whatever. Sign me up for it. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs> What's the movie about? <laughs> get to set. Where's the? Did you read the script? Nah, I'm good.
1: Yeah, not really the same for Woody Allen in his what is he in his eighties now? Twenty twenty one. Woody Allen, uh, probably struggling to get your Julia Roberts, or uh, your Drew Barrymore. Whatever it's the equivalent a is. Row, people, man. Yeah. This is a especially for the time. Do you know in the trailer, Edward Norton doesn't even get a mention. He wasn't yet uh, a name like an Alan Alda at that point, or a Tim, a Tim Roth, you
2: know. <laughs> you lose uh, billing to Alan Alda.
1: Mm-hmm. Alan Alda's top, you know, top billing alphabetically, but they, uh, uh, they, I think they go from Goldie Hawn to Nally Portman in the the trailer, which I I, I found a little curious because uh, he had the the heat in '96, right? Like I actually remember them kind of like hanging their hat on the like. Hey, it's the crazy kid from uh, Primal Fear that's going to be nominated for an Oscar. He's uh, singing and dancing in this, uh, I, I backed into this, Jared, this Christmas movie, this Christmas gift to you.
2: Oh, what a gift it was. I'm how much
1: kidding. did you enjoy it? Okay, look. Uh,
2: it's very rare. When did you I... check out? When did you check out?
1: <laughs> At what? How, how? What was the minute marker? That you checked out
2: uh, the video I sent you. I-, I was willing for it to have some sort of ah. redemption. All
0: right,
1: that's pretty far into you
2: it. Know what? I- I- I've been preparing this uh, since I watched it. Like, it's a testament to his ability as a filmmaker that I did not turn this off. <laughs> the, the,
0: the, the honestly, I mean, say what you will about Woody Allen, dude, but his like dialogue, like the shit that the characters are saying, it's funny. It's like their banter. is funny. It, it the I neuroses of all the characters. It's good oh. stuff. I mean.
1: All the episodes where Hyrule brings up pedophile happy hours with and this is the one time you don't take a shot. You're like, say what you will about the man, we don't need to speak on it further. He has no
2: previous history. <laughs>
0: I did look up Natalie Portman's age.
1: Who
2: was she? She
1: was
2: 14 at the time. She's in a bikini. Careful, I have to tame myself.
1: Uh, God, I Yeah, I was just thankful that, uh, while not age-appropriate, that he was at least with someone that was legal in Julia Roberts. I actually found myself being very grateful. It was not a repeat of... Uh, is it Manhattan, Hyro, where mm-hmm. the, the plot of the film is dating an underage girl? Uh,
0: it was Mariel Hemingway, wasn't it?
1: And uh, in the review of this, the clip, uh, the Siskel and Ebert at the movies, uh, boy... Um, Ebert says this is his favorite Woody Allen movie. At the time of release, he said this was his best work.
3: to find the right woman for him, somebody to match up with his personality. But I'm beginning... Honey, bring another glass. Mm. I'm beginning to wonder if the world population of women isn't too limited.
4: Thank you. Woody Allen plays a writer based in Paris whose girlfriend has dumped him, so he returns for consolation to his best friends, which, typical of a Woody Allen movie, are his former wife, Goldie Hawn, and her current husband, Alan Alda, and those are some of the many relationships in Everyone Says I Love You, a movie for which the word magical was invented. Now, this may not be Woody Allen's most important or maybe not his most thought-provoking movie, but I think it's his best movie because it finds the perfect tone for a modern romantic musical comedy and carries it triumphantly through a whole mixture of stories about wonderfully conceived characters. Here are two of them, Allen Alda's daughter, played by Drew Barrymore, who is about to be proposed to by her boyfriend, Edward Norton.
3: It's delicious. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop it. What are you doing? Where's the rest of the dessert? What do you mean? Where the whipped cream and the cherry usually are. I ate it. You ate the ring? What ring? Honey, I bought you a diamond ring. You did? I went
5: to Harry
4: Winston's.
3: Well, where is it?
4: I put it in the parfait.
3: Why? I thought it would be romantic.
4: Alan takes his own daughter on a summer vacation to Venice and falls in love at first sight with a young woman played by Julia Roberts. So he tries to run into her accidentally.
6: You okay? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, you uh, you got to keep in shape. I jog every day. You? Yes, I do. Yeah, you an American? I, yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a great country, isn't it? It's beautiful. The, the, the mountains and the prairies. Oh, ama- yeah, uh, yeah, America. The oceans. Yeah. you don't know, going with your phone and
4: And then Woody's daughter, played by I'm Natasha Leone, announces she has fallen in love, too.
6: What do you mean you're in love? What? With, with, with what? What does he do? Welcome
4: to uh, No, thank you. He's one of those guys with a striped shirt and a hat? No hat. Now, as charming as those scenes are, they don't even begin to suggest the best thing about Everyone Says I Love You, which is that this movie is a musical. Most of the actors sing the songs in their own voices. Some of them are not great singers, but they're all great performers, and they sell the lyrics in a way that gives the songs a genuine enchantment. And then there's a dance sequence on the banks of the River Seine in Paris that I would not dream of spoiling for you by even one little word, but it is magic. Woody Allen took a big chance making a modern musical, and he has succeeded. Brilliantly, Everyone Says I Love You is absolutely wonderful. Well, I'm, I'm surprised by a couple of things you say. One, that calling this his best movie. I mean, I just don't think this is anywhere in the category of his two landmark oh, cr- films. you thinking of Crimes and Misdemeanors and no. Annie Hall, probably. I'm thinking of Annie Hall and Manhattan, actually. Okay. To. Mm-hmm. The second thing is,
0: um, I'm not recommending the picture. This'll really? See, yes, because, and I want to get into it. The... Uh, First of all, I'm getting a little tired of the Woody Allen nebish character. I would like to see him grow up because I haven't... Any of the jokes that he says, and he has the
4: punchlines, they're not funny anymore. I, I didn't laugh at a single oh, one. Oh, That's number one. Come now, on. let's get to the music. I felt that some of these, that he was like doing campy versions. I
0: know, they're tributes. When he has the people, when he has the, the hospital staff
4: dance, the, um... Why uh, what, not? What? No, no, no. It's great. That he would have them, but it feels phony. It feels like, oh, he's doing that in service of something Gene, else. Gene. First of all, I love the Woody Allen persona, but the person who's growing is not the character, it's the director. The director who continues movie after movie and year after year to try new things and to That's take chances, great. and some of them work and some of them don't work, yes, and to make a musical, exactly. and to say, I'm going to take these great old songs, which, I, right. which he's been using in a lot of his yes. movies. And to let the people really sing them and sell yes. them. And it's so charming. I'm really sorry that you didn't have a better I time. wish I did, too. Coming up next, our revolving thumbs. Gene and I take on a couple of issues in the movies today. Everything from early Oscar campaigning... To the presentation of restored movies on television.
1: And uh, then Siskel (laughs) comes off the top rope calling him an idiot, which I think everyone in the audience is like nodding their head. But he's like, it doesn't hold a candle to Manhattan. And I'm like, "Mm, 2021, like which one do we go with? Uh, Ebert's really stupid hot take or uh, continuing to applaud Woody Allen's uh, love of the underage girls. You really
0: didn't like this, Mike?
1: I, I thought mean, you it was okay. Ha- you have okay. to look at this
0: shit objectively, right?
1: I, I actually liked Edward Norton uh, a lot because, uh, l- let's face it, even though Woody Allen's in this movie, most of the time, even when he doesn't uh, act in one of his screenplays, he just has someone do an impression. Or I guess the actor that's cast feels like, I'm in the Woody Allen role. I need to do my best version of Woody Allen. Thankfully, I think for Edward Norton's comedic sensibilities, he's pretty natural. In like the Woody Allen yeah, ensemble, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think he works. I, I enjoy his attempted proposal to Drew Barrymore, where he, of course, just talks about how much money she swallowed down her gullet. Uh, I guess, now, Hold Jay, on. Are we
0: talking about on camera or off camera?
1: <laughs> Might as well, Ed or Mike, just play the Cisco Niebert clip right here. Just go ahead. Let's give ourselves some wiggle room. Just let it breathe. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Um, it's the beer. It's the beer talking.
1: I probably... Okay. I, there were, I had two major issues. One of them is the uh, song and dance number with the ghosts at the funeral parlor that Jared... Uh, I'll just play right. his clip. I, Jared with one very... Uh, simple word that he puts at the top uh the, i guess the the exclamation point at the end of that that number actually it probably wasn't the end because i think you just cut him off jared
6: mm-hmm. enjoy stuff, enjoy it's later than you think.
1: god damn you and the natalie portman stuff i feel like you could cut out I don't know what's going on with the like the the teenage girls and their like crush and I guess they're fighting over this guy that kind of goes nowhere. Um, so there were just some loose threads here that I don't understand why they were left in. Apparently, Liv Tyler uh, was in this movie and got cut out completely. And if you look up pictures of her, she looks like she was playing a prostitute that has like a romance with the young Republican character.
2: Switches his ideas to a little bit more left-leaning. Uh, I
1: would have liked to have seen that plot thread as opposed to, yes, let's see a 14-year-old in a bikini on the beach. Uh, thank you, Woody. I appreciate that you left <laughs> that one in.
2: Yeah, there's there's little signs in all of them.
1: <laughs> Mainly what I liked is, I guess, his uh, central hook, uh, though it didn't work out with Drew Barrymore, because I think she's the only one that got dubbed, um, is that, uh, yeah, he didn't tell these actors that they were going to be in a musical because he didn't want them to play it like it was a musical you wanted them to play it like a normal person just singing along just like down the street or in the shower i think that kind of works because i don't really like musicals so i like seeing just a slightly different version of it with uh maybe less i don't know la la land like exuberance where it's like Mm. these huge set pieces it's just people just kind of like humming to themselves i didn't mind that so much
2: I read uh, Drew Barrymore said her voice was too bad, so she was dubbed, and Goldie Hawn was told that hers was too good, <laughs> so they had to dub Get hers. Get the fuck
0: out of here, dude. <laughs> Who told her that? Goldie Hawn told Goldie Hawn that?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm just going by
1: what i I think Woody Allen said it, Hyro, and since she's she had to be in her 50s at that point, I'm going to fucking believe
0: him. Cause he has, Speaking of Goldie Hawn, have <laughs> you seen her IMDB picture? Ah, Hiro, Jesus! <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Well, I just—I thought
1: I made like a somewhat classy age joke there, just going attacking the man himself for his love of underage girls, and then you're like, "Look at what an old hag she is!" No, it's exact opposite. It's this picture's, like
2: ones.
0: from the '30s or something.
2: 30s. Oh, you're saying to, uh,
1: the bat a little bit? <laughs> Did you say from the '30s? From the '30s.
2: <laughs> from no, the '30s, no, she movie went to uh, Al Jolson show.
5: <laughs> just. <laughs>
0: one of my favorite jokes of this movie is where Woody Allen turns, Woody Allen turns to her. He's he like, in two years, I'm going to look like your son. Like, just mocking how badly she's going to age. I loved it. I was like, what kind of old hag would have a son that looks like Woody Allen? Like, how old do you have to be?
1: I don't know. You're the one that fucked up our Jack episode with your stupid-ass math, uh, saying he was gonna be two years old and have a full-on erection attacking his mother. Did I fuck (laughs) up the
0: episode, or did I bring something really interesting to the table? we can't
2: do proper math. (laughs) A
0: giant giant man boner and shits on the carpet. Spend
1: 30 minutes attacking Francis Ford Coppola for being a complete dumbass making this, and yet we're too stupid to even follow the basic plot of (laughs) the Giant man boner. So you liked this Hiro? You you liked I am shocked that this is the one like you've complained about. I typically like Woody
0: Allen dialogue. I mean, it I'm it is what it is. I mean, I'm look, just because I like his dialogue doesn't mean I I support or defend his his uh dating position, you know what I mean? Like
1: oh. no. But do you defend this movie? That's what I'm more.
2: Hitler sure. was a good painter, wasn't he?
1: Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> had an afro like Bob Ross. No, um <laughs>
6: Well, I think that comes from the fact that none of us are really musical performers. You know, I, I hired people without telling them it was a musical. And I didn't ask them if they could sing. I didn't ask them if they could dance. I didn't tell them they'd have to. I wanted the story and the plot to be the main thing and the singing just to come naturally out of it. I didn't want people would suddenly burst into song with these magnificent voices or these these voices that have been trained in school for 20 years and have no feeling left in them. I wanted just regular people singing with all the honest feeling that regular people have. Whether they could do it perfectly or not, I couldn't care less. I knew I couldn't. I knew that I could never sing and I would just give it my best shot and try and make the emotion work and the same with some of the others. Once in a while you hit a Goldie horn, who can sing? That's pure accident. But all I cared about was that real feeling came across to people, and the cast participated very enthusiastically.
0: I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I enjoyed parts of it. The the, the, the gimmick of the, of the singing and shit is useless to me. It doesn't, like, bring anything. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I had good laughs. What are you, I mean, what else can I was say about it? <laughs> so
1: you want to, this to be a musical that just turns into a flat-out comedy? Strip out the the conceit of the songs. So you're saying the movie would work without the the, the musical cues?
0: No, I think no. I, I think you you have a point. I, I, I see what you're trying to say. I, I I do think that the music the music helps erase the fact that the plot is really thin. You know what I mean? Like the there's not a lot going on, so the the what keeps you kind of engaged is that it keeps cutting the music. So, um, <clears throat> but the the dialogue that we do get, while random as it seems, is it's fun and it's silly, it's ridiculous. Especially like Adam, Alan Alda's my favorite dude. He's just all over the place.
1: But the uh, the young Republican son? What is his problem? What is Alan Alda's problem? As the patriarch, I guess.
2: Uh, just uh, I I well. I have no children, so I can't speak to this, but I, uh, Hiro, um <laughs> what if one of your children was a, a stark difference on the political compass than you?
0: I don't give a shit too much about politics <laughs> enough to, to, like, care. Uh, like, I what would make, like, now you got me thinking, like, what would make what
2: me? What would trigger this reaction in you to the point <laughs> where it's like, yeah. I can't believe you're my son.
0: Like if this little fucker was a Jets fan, maybe.
2: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You're
0: dead to be. You're absolutely dead to (laughs) be. Don't
2: don't pick an NFC or AFC East team. Like imagine you
0: sire a child, and that child just comes out fucking with
2: a Green Bay helmet. Oh yeah, you're you're starting to get that. Like I'm starting to do the neck roll. Like oh my kid was a Packers fan. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, that that would be rage-inducing. I'm. That's exactly that.
0: right. So I maybe maybe that's where it, because you and I don't exactly come from that kind of money where we give a shit about oh, no, you know.
2: No, no. <laughs> I do about, not. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Like I don't come from money in order to have money now, so I don't give a shit about you know the political leanings of whatever, nor am I trying to save the fucking <laughs> Football whales.
2: Football fandom. That's where we. That's
0: exactly where you you and I reside. Like, God, dang it, man! Like, about, if you're a fucking. Uh...
2: Mike, if your child was a Jets fan, how would you
1: how would you respond? Taunts and abuse, <laughs> abuse. I'd have an I'd have an inactive uh, school shooter until he is goes through a season.
0: Sleeper cell. Wow, there it is. Mike just ramps it up to school shootings, back to back episodes of school shootings. Welcome to Super. Cinema. I, I, I,
1: I think our uh, diehard listeners know we record these as. Uh, Maybe blocks. not albums anymore. Yeah. When Jared and I were doing it, we would record oh, four to six in a row in an I hour. I would like to
0: do one a day like that. Like, I would like to just... Like, like right now, I could probably go to about 10 o'clock at night.
1: So, I swear, you're the hardest person to schedule around. Like, uh, When can we do this? In 10 minutes, I can. Uh, and then we got to wrap this up. Then the next week, you got six hours free? Let's just do, let's do the first six on. months. Let's, do, like, let's just get away <laughs> to heaven right now. But yeah, that being said, I do like to in. have... I like to to keep the whole concept album going like on a recording night. So yeah, usually now you're going to get uh, two back-to-back that are on those hot button issues. Um did you ever see Hiro, I think it's a James L. Brooks movie with Nick Nolte uh, that came out two or three years before this. I think it's called I'll do anything or maybe I'm confusing nope. that with the TV show. So that um and I don't think they ever took advantage of this in home uh home media. Uh, was a musical that got horrendous uh test screening reviews. And so they had to recut it and reshoot some stuff and take out all the musical elements and then release it as like a rom com that no one remembers. Um I need to look up and see if they actually <laughs> like you would think a studio eventually in the D V D days would be like, fuck it, put out the musical version. Yeah, uh, man, put, put out it the as Snyder a B side.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine Nick Nolte in a musical? <laughs> Oh my God! I mean, now like, I he's could. A, he's Jared. like Bob
1: Seger, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Circle Woodstock, all just all fucked up. I think he's just aged into into that, Jared. Um, you know, I often <laughs> think I know Hiro wasn't on the show then, but I'm pretty sure you hate A Walk in the Woods. I didn't
2: hate that movie.
1: No, 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 not you, Hiro.
0: Oh, uh, you and I have discussed it on a podcast somewhere,
1: but we never. That, this that was is with never... uh,
0: Robert Redford and Nick Nolte, and they're fucking hiking around. You yeah. made me watch that damn thing. I don't think
1: you and I did a podcast on it. I think it. we did. Did I just make you watch it because I said, "Hey, I have a ten-minute
0: tangent that I want to talk about this <laughs> movie be like instead on of Another like one. true romance or some stupid <laughs> shit. It's somewhere out there. I know we've talked about this.
1: Why do you hate that movie so? Because it's, it's.
0: I don't hate it. It was just. It's it's like old man rom com. You know, it's it's like. Uh, I don't know. Robert Redford. Don't you have any friends? Nick Nolte, (laughs) not exactly on the same level.
2: Do you have any friends you want to go walking in the woods with at some point?
0: Always leave them
4: there. Oh god, this is amazing! From here, you can see all three kinds of rock. There, you see that layered section across that slant. That's sedimentary. And the dark stuff here—the dark stuff pushing up from underneath—that's igneous. Think volcanic. How do you know all this stuff? Well, they're these things called books. Oh, no kidding. They're called books? Yeah, they're like TV for smart people. <laughs> See, what we're talking about here, Cass, is time. Geologic time. Hundreds of thousands of years of enormous shifting tectonic plates. It's like the world being reborn from below while it's being eroded from above.
5: Yeah, well, when
4: we get back, I'm going to buy you a TV.
3: Because nobody there about shifting
4: tectonic plates well i do you know why because i'm curious and i love being curious i like knowing things about the world of reliving it well i think it's all freaking rock oh yeah i don't get bogged
1: down in the minutiae i'm above the details <laughs> You are. i'm big picture Bryson.
4: how's that working out for you uh
1: ah, pretty uh damn good What do you mean
0: they're not on the same level? Robert Redford has maintained his, like, integrity when it comes to, like. I agree, Robert Redford has to look up (laughs) to (laughs) Nick (laughs) Nolte.
2: Yeah. You
0: had to Google who that guy was. Like, who is this beneath me, this creature beneath me?
2: Nick Nolte is amazing. I will not hear this slander.
0: (laughs) What's Nick Nolte's best, Jared?
2: Anything he's done. I don't know, um, I'd have to look up a filmography. If
1: I was guessing for Jared it would be Warrior. <laughs> him like I him love Warrior. Him, like, I fucking he love it. Dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's
2: that's on brand. Oh Lord. The abusive alcoholic father that takes every chance to break down and craft it while drinking. Wasn't he like
0: in a romantic movie with Barbara Streisand or some shit like that? Prince of Tides. Yeah. The yeah.
2: real acting job, I imagine.
0: Having to suffer through that fucking beak.
2: Have to really act,
1: <laughs> Jared. You're, you're getting out of continuity. We were the mm-hmm. ones on the mirror has two faces saying she was not that ugly, and here you go. Well, and I'm just dragging, I'm pulling over. Can you
2: imagine the women that Nick Nolte gets compared oh. to? So, okay,
1: so that's the, the math equation. Yeah. Like you know, oh, solve for Nick Nolte. I, gotcha. I got you. Okay, bring
2: it back around.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back around to something you said, Jared. um yes. So the review I have uh, uh this is from the Austin Chronicle it's dated July 4th 2004 so I don't know Nothing if that's just like that a day, sure. Yeah I don't I don't know why um Steve Davis says for uh, everyone says I love you not warrior or a walk in the woods or the prince of tides <laughs> Oh, I enjoyed that I enjoyed that stroll um splat the preoccupation with rich uninteresting new yorkers continues to distance hey. his audience from his work more and more with each movie i kind of have a counterpoint to that and i oh. i think ebert kind of convinced me i don't know if woody allen can can ever make a movie that is for the salt of the salt of the earth every man people so
2: I'd love if you're to see making him in it a hard hat, swinging a hammer, <laughs> <laughs> you no, know,
1: it would it I would see be Woody Zoolander, Zoolander, society remake. Yeah, you know
2: what I mean? like,
0: <laughs> so, Woody Allen boys in the hood.
1: In that in that review, Siskel said something similar that he's getting tired of the same, I guess, Woody Allen humor. Which, yeah. in at 96, it's like he's Siskel's basically given him almost three decades before he says, "Okay, maybe this is enough." Uh, and then Siskel was dead <laughs> two years later, so See, maybe Alan he, wins again. Maybe enjoy it while you're here. <laughs> God. Jesus. Oh,
2: I'd give anything for a Woody Allen movie right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> the point I was trying to make was... Ebert seems to really just lean into the fact that he likes the Woody Allen persona, he, like Cairo. He likes his comedic sensibilities. He likes the dialogue he writes. So he didn't seem to have an issue with him. Um, I guess not reaching too much, which it's, I think it's a little unfair because Woody Allen does have some. You know, he has a Match Point, Crimes and Misdemeanor, where he does he stretches a little bit into darker territory. Um, but that being said, uh, I don't think we expect the Transformers movies from Michael Bay <laughs> to be like, why is this not appealing to uh, the art house theaters and, uh, you know, French cinema? So is there a problem with just appealing to the like upper, upper middle-class to extremely wealthy whites that uh, Woody Allen has sort of cornered the market on or did before, you know, they threw him over I with don't, their, their mom. I don't have
2: a problem with it. Honestly, like my, my critique of it is the fact that this is not for me, not that there's any sort of, you know, I said my little shitty comment at the beginning of the movie, but, it, well, you know, he writes what he knows, obviously. He's, um, it's in his wheelhouse, so, you know. I'm young more... people. <laughs> young girls.
0: Very, very young people.
1: Um. I wish, I wish we had videos so we could, you could see Hyro's bemused expression on his face right now. Hyro's not even with us in this conversation anymore. He's somewhere else. i chomping
0: at the bit. I, you know, it's the fastball coming right now, man. Come mm-hmm. on.
1: Continue, Jared. You were apologizing for your hurtful comments about Woody <laughs> Allen.
2: I, you know, um, as an anthology type of film, that's the way I took from. Is it. like you're going through up and down the um, the family members and their various love lives. That's that's fine. Uh, I enjoyed that. It's just his brand of humor just is not the the zany bullshit. Like I, uh, the the dry wit dialogue. I agree with Hiro. Like there's entertaining parts of that, but bro, there's some of these some of these musical numbers it's hard it's hard to sit through it's hard not to <laughs> turn that movie off there's there's parts of it i did like so you know
1: is there any one you mentioned the anthology aspect is there any one plot line that could hold up as its own movie into itself is there any like one pairing or one sort of rom-com element of this that you could get rid of the ensemble and just make a, a movie out of
2: that um, probably too on the nose and predictable, but I I like Tim Roth and um Drew Barrymore's angle. <laughs> For whatever reason, the convict that's gonna try to grope, make it work. <laughs> gropey felon
1: that right in front of her parents. Like as soon as he's introduced, he just starts grabbing all over, talking about her sensual lips. Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying the view?
5: Like any of you after years and years in that stinking rat hole. Oh, that's
3: very vividly put. Sweetly honest.
5: You know what it's like in solitary confinement?
3: No, I can't say that I do. I went to NYU. It's a great school. I didn't even stay you know in the dorm. it I'm is not...
5: since I smell perfume?
3: Oh, do I have too much on?
5: Well, to me, you smell like what I think heaven would smell like. Oh,
3: well, thank you. It's
5: very nice. Have you shut my hand before? I thought my heart was gonna stop.
3: Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> uh, but remember, you've been very deprived of female contact.
5: I used to lie in my cell at night and dream of somebody like you.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I took um, a criminology class at college. A very... Inco- you
5: very sensual lips.
3: Oh, oh, well, it's a part of me I rarely think of.
5: Can I smell your hair?
3: You wanna smell my hair? Okay. You know what? It, it's gonna be all gone soon. I was thinking of cutting it. I think Holden might like it short.
5: You know what I would do if you were my girl?
1: Mm, it's
3: a little chilly outside. My girl,
5: I I would make love to you in every room in the house, on every bed, on every rug, on every tabletop.
3: We also have some lovely early American chandeliers.
5: Let's go for a drive.
3: Um, no, (laughs) I don't think that that would be such a good
5: idea. I haven't seen the ocean, been up the hall in Chinatown in years.
3: Oh, no, it's out of the question.
5: Okay, but you can't blame me for trying.
3: No. I think that we should get back inside before... Before what? Before you break your parole.
5: If I took you in my arms and kissed you right now, would you dime on me? Dime? Tone me in.
3: Oh, let's not find out. Was it? Mm-hmm. very interesting I've never been kissed by a sociopath before
5: I kissed you the best I could considering the only practice I had kissed in the last 10 years is with Vincent de see I
0: infectious. thought you were going to go with uh, <laughs> Natasha Lyonne like running through dudes that's where you were going to go
1: no, that's where I thought you were mm-hmm. going to go, Hyro. And you did. <laughs> Just,
0: here, man. G- give me a
1: number, Hyro. What was her age at this point?
0: Oh, she's probably like 42. She's old.
1: You're not going to escape the hangman on this one, Hyro. <laughs> she's born in 79.
2: If I had my druthers through that whole film, it would definitely be Goldie Hawn.
1: Yeah. Good, Good for you,
2: Jade. I think 17. she's a very attractive woman. I love Goldie Hawn. Nothing bad to say 17. about her and the terrible.
1: Seventeen. So Hyrule needs to, it, it's totally Too a state. In case, which state did Hyrule reside in? <laughs>
2: Alabama, <laughs> here I come! <laughs> <laughs>
1: to to go watch Everyone Says I Love You. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, maybe I'm wrong, dude. Maybe Woody Ooh. on, with his infatu- infatuation with young girls, Ooh. is playing to the to the flyover states. I don't know. To say? He's
2: trying to class it up for his uh, scumbag ass <laughs> behind the scenes.
1: <laughs> I really liked you the way can't. you said scumbag ass on that. Yeah, that I, I was very like, really <laughs> thrown back by it. Like, what happened? Here?
2: Can't refute it, can you?
1: <laughs> That's and, uh, Jared from Twitter. So and enthusiastic. And to
2: And uh, Polanski fucking having card games. <laughs> I tell you one thing. I can't wait to talk to Derek again after uh, watching another Woody Allen movie. He, he constantly goes on about white people in Seinfeld. <laughs> this is a man that loves Woody Allen. Woody Allen movies. Wait, I can't Derek wait. loves Woody Allen. Oh yeah, Derek likes him some Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Derek is from the Grand Gesture, and he's a. Uh, what was the last thing he was uh, featured on? Sober Cinema. What? What carnal act? Oh. Uh, rolling our friend down into the street and fucking him. (laughs) I forgot to mention that episode. That was an argument that came about over NBA 2K. (laughs) A
5: video game!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Derek, with the grand gesture, was going very crucible on uh, that poor man's ass. Yeah, a little extreme.
0: Wow. You guys have very interesting uh, interesting debates there in the old uh, Kentucky region.
2: It gets real quick. <laughs> People are drunk. <laughs> Video games are ruined.
0: <laughs> New streets of Lexington.
5: The Scotch on the rocks. Please, any Scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. a uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfitti, perhaps. Maybe a Glen Gow, Any Glen.
3: I'm drum
2: I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shake stuff
0: monster. Bud Light will get you.
2: <laughs> Ordering Bud Light at his craft brewery. <laughs> uh, he's going to love this episode. I'll never uh, forget
0: that. Like, Bud Light, what are we doing here? <laughs>
2: Place looks like a broom closet that sells beer. (laughs) I'll take a buck. (laughs) Got a banjo player in the
1: corner. (laughs) Does anybody know what we have next? Scream. No, you're off by one.
2: uh, What is it? Shit.
1: It is. uh, I just rewatched this one and I wouldn't have known that, uh, like uh, everyone says, I love you. Mm. It also has a Christmas. Has a Christmas oh. element to it. They have a, a Christmas I I guess uh, Eve game or something. Mm. Um so yeah. Jerry Maguire. Kelly Wait. Preston, make sure you rest in on. peace, Jared.
0: I have I have mm. the, the last time you sent something, I've got everyone says I love you for December sixteenth, and then December sixth has a gap for some reason. Why is there? Don't pay attention to
1: those dates. That's all behind the scenes shit. Oh.
0: So we got Jerry Maguire in Happiest Season and Holidate.
1: We already recorded those. Have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's <that's> perfect. <laughs> I, I'm hoping you already got ahead of yourself and went ahead and rewatched them, which in your Fuck scene, all no. mine was not a rewatch <laughs> at all. <We're> <laughs> Watch it again I... for the first time. <laughs> holiday <laughs> is great.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I'm glad you remembered that one. We have we have three more movies on this Green Mile experiment of nineteen ninety six. Jerry <laughs> <Green> Maguire <Mal. laughs> Jerry Maguire, Scream, and Michael. We finished so, it with John Travolta as we began it.
2: Two good movies and uh <coughs> us sharpening our comedy chops on on the last one.
0: I can't wait to see John Travolta Frolic in his angel wings and his uh overalls.
2: No gaze in heaven, Jerry <laughs> <laughs>
0: There we go. I, it. I got it. There it is. Yes. Yes. Smell like cookies. <laughs> cupcakes.
2: Oh.
1: For some reason, I may include the smells like cookies in there.
2: Because...
1: Oh, just to make it off putting right as the podcast ends, right as it turns over. I didn't say smells like cookies. <laughs> so somebody said, Did he just say smells like cookies? It's too late to hit the 15 second bath. <laughs> do the very last the whole thing. thing again. <laughs>